You are listening to the Hustle Fearlessly podcast. I'm your host, Fabiola Giordani. If you're here, you're ready to learn how to leverage your expertise to build wealth and create more freedom. On this show, you can expect practical mindset advice, actionable marketing tips and strategies to build a business that brings in more profit, more ease, and more freedom. Let's dive in. Hey, gorgeous. Welcome to episode number 28 of the Hustle Fearlessly podcast. Uh, That was weird and was not required. But anyways, (laughs) crack myself up. Welcome to today's episode. I'm excited about this. Y'all know I love marketing. And so launching is one of my favorite ways to show up to build your brand, build your audience and build your bank account. So um, in today's episode, we're going to talk about the profitable, profitable launch content framework. Okay. This is what type of content do you need to create when it comes overall to your, in your marketing, but when it comes to your launches, what kind of content should you be creating, okay, in order for you to call in the right people. So I want to dive into today's episode because I want to keep this episode short, sweet, and to the point because I want you to go out there and create, my friend, okay? So here's some do's and don'ts when it comes to content creation for your launch, okay? So I want you to approach this as your um a party right you're hosting a party and you're having all these fun amazing people come and celebrate with you like what do you want them to know about this event how do you want them to show up what decisions do you want them to make prior to coming to be there and so some do's and don'ts when it comes to content for your launch is the following so i want you to these are the don'ts okay (laughs) don't be so focused on the end goal of getting the client that you're not spending enough time speaking to the value that your work can create in their life, right? Sometimes we get so hung up on the goal. Like I'm about to do this launch. I know it's going to be a 20K launch. I'm so focused on that. That sometimes we lose vision of the fact that this is a party. We're creating a journey for people. And in that journey, we will attract people on the way, right? It's like Mardi Gras. Well, I've never been, but I'm going to use it as an example. You'll be attracting people in the party. We'll all be, you know, getting beads together. And eventually y'all will hang out later. If not, that's cool. But the experience was great, right? So I want you to really focus on that. Don't be so attached to the goal and the outcome that you're forgetting to create that experience for people. Um, The other don't that I want you to keep in mind when it comes to your content, don't focus. I don't know how to say this, but I don't want to say don't be a guru, but don't show up in guru speak, right? It's weird. People buy from people. I'm only saying this because I've made this mistake and I know my clients have made this mistake. So I know you're probably making this mistake. This is, again, not to shame anybody, but just to speak on the facts that I see in my work and in my own business, right? I've worked so hard to not be there. But I think sometimes when we are at a certain place in our business, we've learned so much, we've done so much, we've experienced so much that we tend to go into expert mode and forget that we are selling to people who are not close to where we are when it comes to our knowledge of this topic, right? When it comes to the solution that we offer, because if they were, they wouldn't need to pay you, right? And so sometimes we get into that guru level of conversation versus of like thinking about it this way, I'm speaking to a friend. What would I need to tell my friend for them to be comfortable enough to continue this conversation with me, right? That's what your content needs to be. It's a continuation of conversation to move to the next step with you. The other don't that I want you to keep in mind when it comes to creating content for your launch is don't just focus on what they're going to get. That is good for you to talk about this, right? 
because there are different types of buyers in your um, world. And some of them need the specifics, right? You need to talk about it, but don't make that your, the center of your focus. It's going to be 12 weeks. We're going to do, you know, nine modules and all this stuff. Like people are not necessarily buying your modules, your bonuses and any of that, which brings me to my next don't, right? This is more so for your um, content, but don't be so hung up on um, the conversation around like, oh, uh, this is what you're going to learn in these each of these modules. Again, that's important, right? People need to know. They need to know what these bonuses are. But it is not the core decision factor that they are going to use to make a decision on, okay? I want to say this. Gone are the days of people really just honing in on like their decision being like, oh, look at all those tons of bonuses. In fact, I've had my clients do a ton of feedback forms for their programs, and I've done them for my programs, and people have said like these bonuses were great. They sounded amazing at the time. Thank God this program was decent and great because <laughs> I never opened these bonuses, right? Some people made decisions on the bonuses and never accessed them, but thank goodness they had an ROI, so it wasn't a big deal. And most people don't like, oh my gosh, I didn't, you know, they're not whining about not using the bonuses. But I want to just say this because sometimes we exhaust ourselves trying to create these things um, and it ends up not being what people, that's not the reason why people, you know, buy. Here's some do's for you though. Do keep it simple because people want simplicity. If I have to jump through hoops to figure out what the heck you're talking about, I'm going to just click off, right? I'm not going to be interested. I'm not going to keep watching. Um, for me, like I've been watching um, some K-dramas and they're slow burns. Y'all ain't got no patience. But because I've watched a few that has caught my attention, I realized, oh, it is a buildup. Okay, cool. Now I'm like more patient because I understand the process, but I'm not a slow burn kind of person. So like, Keep it simple so that I don't have to wait forever to make a decision, right? Because this is not a K-drama, it's real life, and I'm going to need you to get it together, okay? So do keep it simple. Do speak in a language that people understand. So your content should be focused around what people are actually saying, feeling, thinking, believing um, when it comes to the problem, the solution, the desire that they have, and overall how they would like to be supported. Because believe it or not, even though you're an expert, everybody like has a specific outcome of how they want their problem solved. Now, is it ideal? Is it going to happen the way they want it? No, right? But they will get the result. It just will look differently, right? The process might look differently. And that's why they're choosing who would best fit the, who would, whose process will be closer to the vision that they have, right? And so you want to speak the language that they're speaking when it comes to your content, whether you are creating content overall or creating content for your launch. So simplicity in your content, simplicity or speaking their language, right, is a second do. And the third do is do have fun. This is about having fun. With everything that you do in your marketing, you need to have more fun, right? Think about all of the favorite brands that you love watching commercials growing up, cereal commercials, soda commercials. Like no one's ever sad and moping around. And if they are, the end result is you get our product, you'll be happy, right? <laughs> of course, that's not how you're going to position your stuff and sell. But what I want to say is your energy radiates through your work. I don't care if you're creating carousels, reels, even if you're never on video and they never hear your voice, that energy is going to be felt. So when you are not creating content from a position of power and clarity, now life is lifing. So I understand that maybe 
during your launch, you may not be having the best experience right then and there. But keep in mind, it's the intention and the energy that matters, right? Even though you're not the happiest at the moment, right? But what is the intention behind your content and what is the energy that you're bringing into your content? So make sure you're having fun with it. So if a creative idea comes up for you, go with it, right? Oftentimes, my best converting emails are the ones where I'm riffing because my energy was there, the intention was there, and I just did it. And I wasn't always feeling the best. But I wrote that email, I sent it out, and boom, a sale, a two, a three, right? Comes through, and I'm like, dang, okay, I see you. <laughs> but my well-thought-out, planned emails may not go as well, and that's okay too, right? We just keep going, going with the flow, all right? So let's dive into the content types or the profitable launch content framework for your next launch, okay? So content type number one is the authority building content. Now, although I say authority building, I don't want you to take that as, oh, this is, she just said not to be, um, not to speak in guru speak. I did. And I stand by that. What I want to share with you is that, um, with the authority building content, your goal is to teach and teach people, um, and help them transform their lives with your work, right? Whether you're offering coaching courses, group programs, memberships, there's a transformation at the end of that. So your content should reflect that, right? You should craft, um, um, authority building content that addresses your client's future wants, their desires, their fears, their doubts, their objections, their misconceptions head on. This is not about challenging them and shaming them into anything, but it's more so about illuminating the fact that, hey, this is where you are. This is These are the solutions available to you. These are the processes that you can go through. You get to decide, but I'm going to teach you what that looks like on the other side, right? And so you want to be able to show them this. Now, again, it's not about your authority only in, this, in the marketplace, but it's about how can your work, your concepts help people get over the hurdle that they're experiencing right now, okay? And do it quicker than they would if they did it themselves, right? Other type of content that would be helpful for your launch is behind the scenes content. Give people a peek of your program. So maybe when you're creating your program, right? Maybe it's the, the tour of your offer. Build some anticipation on what's to come when it comes to your work. Um, you can even share if you already have a working created program, maybe with your client's consent, of course, you can do, um, you know, I had a client who actually, with client's permission, stripped some of the uh, coaching calls and used like the question and answer, well, her answer, not the client's voice or anything. But the, she repeated the question, had the answer from the call and clipped them and put them in the podcast episode. So those are some behind the scene episode or behind the scene type of things that you can be doing, sorry, um, to actually get people to really see what it's like to work with you. Other things that you can do, I mean, you could even do your own. Hey, I'm going to walk you through how I do my VIP days, right? It doesn't have to be with a client on in tow, but you can talk about the process of what's like to work with you. Okay. Um, and not just to work with you, but what is the process overall? I want to just say this of the, the experience, right? What is experience like? And that could be easy as like, um, showing the behind the scenes, talking about it, and even showing clients results as well when the clients are talking about it. So you can use video testimonials for that too. All right, other type of content, storytelling. If you want to stand out in an industry where everyone's talking about the same things, right? Because it is true. The world is full of other people doing what we do, and that's okay because there's room for all of us to win. Authentic storytelling is the key to connection with your audience and the key to making more sales. So you need to share more stories, stories about yourself, stories about your clients, 
most importantly, stories as it relates to your programming course, right? And so it's not always about how she made 100K by launching her program. It could just be about the clarity, the confidence people receive. It could be the time they gain back. It could be your time. And I want to say something about stories because, well, a few things. Number one, <laughs> stories are going to be a great way not just to sell, but to capture your audience's attention. But I want to just say this, you want to make sure that they're relatable, they capture their attention, it builds trust and rapport and transform their beliefs, right? So you want to make sure that your stories are going to help them change their minds and move into action. And this is not about a manipulative way of getting people to buy from you, right? Because I think sometimes we try to tell stories so it could lead to a sale when it really needs to come from your ability to just say, this is what's possible for you versus like, you got to get in there, right? You can still do a CTA. But my point is, I want you to look at stories as a way to connect with people, to build that, um, that tr know, like, and trust factor. But most importantly, it doesn't have to be a big old story about how you made X amount of money or lost this much weight or found the love of your life. All those are great, but it could be small stories as well. Like I remember sharing a story on my Instagram stories that did lead to a sale, but helped my audience connect with me more. It was about how I, my first tattoo, um, <laughs> yeah, my first tattoo, I was so in love with my ex. I, he was air quoting artiste. We're just air quoting. And I was like, oh, can you draw me um, two birds in love and a heart? And I'm going to get that tattooed on my skin versus asking an actual artist. Ooh, big mistake. So anyways, I shared that story um, in my Instagram stories. And people resonated with that. They're like, okay, I respect you. And, and I, I tied it back to what I do in terms of launching and stuff like that. But it was fun to create. So sometimes you don't have to, it doesn't always have to lead to a sale, but it does lead to connection. People get to know me more and they get to trust me more, right? Because people buy from people. Um, and so let me finish that story though. I got, <laughs> went to the tattoo place. I told, I showed it to the tattoo artist. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, I thought he was asking because he was like, are you sure you want to get your first tattoo? He was asking because he knew that thing was not two birds in love. So I didn't realize until like, I don't know, 15, 20 years later, my toddler was like, mom, your penguins are so cute. And I was like, what penguins? And I was like, those are lovebirds. <laughs> oh, it's a, my tattoos on my back. So I don't get to see it often. I was like, I saw it when I got it. I see it a few times, but I don't go there and intentionally look for it. And she was like, yeah, girl, these are not birds. These are really misshaped penguins. But anyways, <laughs> I told that story. Was it a story of value? No, but my point here is you can share big stories, small stories, just show up and tell stories because that is how people learn. Okay. Um, the other type of content that you want to create is content that address, address people's objections. Um, the one thing I want to share with you is like, do not be afraid to address objections. And I'm not just talking about on sales calls. I'm talking about in general. Oftentimes people don't want to address objections in the fear that people will think that they're trying to sell to them. And the thing is, yes, you are. <laughs> You're a business owner. You are trying to sell to them. But really addressing the objections is not about you. It's really about helping them make a decision, right? At the end of the day, someone can say that they want to make more money in their business till the cows come home. But if they don't decide that this is what they want to do, they're never going to get there. And it's not even about investing in you, a course or anything. The decision has to come within. And our job with our content, with whatever we do when we're selling our work is to help people make a decision. Is it a yes or a no? Will you be going on this path that you claim that you desire? 
Or are you going to put it aside and come back to it later? You just got to decide because you can't keep roaming life saying, I want to, I want to, I want to. You got to do, right? And so when it comes to content around addressing objections, the best way to get more sales for your course or program is to address their objections. Don't just focus on the bells and whistles of your program, right? Um, talk about their main concerns when it comes to investing, right? And not just the investing, but in time, in energy, in money, in um, you know, their own beliefs, right? One of the questions that I love sharing with you all and my clients is what does your audience need to believe about themselves to make that buying decision with you, right? To, to make, say a yes or a no to your program. There's no gray area. It's a yes or a no. Do you want to solve this problem today or not? And if it's a yes, even if it's not with me, what are you willing to do to get there, right? That's your job as a marketer, right? When you're creating to address people's objections in that way. Um, and so some ways to do that Right, because the goal here is to repel people who aren't ready, people who aren't really serious about getting to the next level. Those tire kickers, right? People who are just grabbing a bunch of freebies, they're thinking about it, but they're never making a decision what's right for them. And again, it's not always about them buying your work because I've literally had people say, I'm not ready now and come back later, become clients. Okay, and even if they didn't, I'm glad that they made a decision for themselves. That is what my job is. Are you willing and ready to make that decision? If not, that's okay, but also don't waste your time or anybody else's time trying to figure this out without um, being clear on what you truly want, right? Because it's all about our version of clarity. We need to get clear. So anyways, um, you can share social proof. You can share your own wins. You can show data in your industry. You could also talk about the overall, so the objection they might have is, you know, this is expensive, for example. And to address that, you can talk about how expensive it is, it is not to solve the problem, right? For an example of this, I, want, I like to give examples, but... Um, I want to give one that's non-business related. So let's say you are um, a health coach and you help moms lose the last few pounds of baby weight, right? And right now, this is causing them to lose energy, lose steam. They don't feel good in their clothes. Maybe they're losing confidence. Maybe it's affecting their sex life. That is the cost of them not taking action. That's expensive. To not be comfortable in your body is expensive. To not feel proud of what you're wearing is expensive. To not want to go out because you don't feel good, you feel like you're, you don't have the energy and you don't look right and whatever, right? Whatever thoughts they're having, that's expensive, right? So that conversation is worth having to address that obsession of, hey, this $1,000, $3,000 program is expensive, but is it really? Um, because it really isn't. Right. Because the time that it's consuming, it's it's taking up brain space, energy space, all the spaces. Right. Worrying about the fact that you have this extra weight that you're trying to lose. You've done everything. That's the other thing. You've done everything and you're still not there. Right. And so is it expensive to invest in the course or is it expensive to keep going in your life like that? Right. One of my favorite examples is to share with people is like in six months from now. Imagine six months from now. You didn't take action. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you bought from me. But you didn't take action. You didn't invest in anything. You didn't buy the book. You didn't take the course. You didn't even hire a nutritionist. You didn't do anything, right? You didn't even go on Google to look up, look, look up a few videos. You just kept going in the path that you were going, kept going to doing the same workouts, eating the same food, and having the same thoughts, right? Six months from now, and you have the same results. Would it have been worth it to be able to join this program and lose at least five pounds a month for the next six months to get to your goal? The answer would be heck yeah. Because if six months, of, six months from now, I wasted six months of my life doing the same exact thing to get the same exact results, I think, <laughs> I don't know about you, investing in something that's going to get me there faster would be worth it.
And so you can, this is not just about having individual one-on-one -on -one conversations. You can do this in your webinars. You can do this on your social. You can do it in your emails. Wherever you're having conversations with your ideal audience, your dream clients, the people who are the best fit for your offer, you need to be able to articulate those things, right? If you're not able to come, um, come forward and speak to the objections that they're having, you're also not willing to say, this is what I stand for. Because the biggest thing about content creation and whether it's for your launches, whether it's for your everyday content is, what do you stand for, right? And where are your people at? What are the, what are the transformation their desires? In the middle is where your content lives, right? That's the gap. You stand for this, you solve this problem for these people, this is the problem they're having and the transformation they hope to have. In the middle is where you're having that conversation, right? Because they haven't crossed that bridge to I wanna get to, I wanna actually solve this problem. So you stand for something, you need to show up and speak to that, right? All right, so that is all for um, this episode. So I wanna share this with you. If you are posting and praying when it comes to your marketing and sales strategy for your launches, if you feel like you are not quite clear on what the content will look like and you're not sure what to post or any of that stuff, then I want to encourage you to grab one of my um, free guides that was, is going to help you. I have the Get Paid Marketing Guide for Course Creators and coach, Coaches Who Have Coaching Programs. That's going to help you gain clarity around your marketing when it comes to launching and scaling your course. So if you want to learn how to sell your offer daily, your program daily, or even just launch it for the first time, it's a great 10 steps that you can take in order for you to get that hap happening. You can go to fabiolagiordani.co forward slash get paid to download this free um, guide right now. All right. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like today's episode, then girl, let me know. Okay. Head on over to Instagram. I'm at fabiola.jordani and you can send me a DM. You can also post in one of my posts available in our most recent one and let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any questions you may have. And last but not least, if you want to support this podcast, go ahead and leave me a rating because when you do, it helps me be discovered so more people can learn about how to grow their online businesses. But most importantly, it, it brings me joy. So thank you. Um, and last but not least, share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring, friend. All right. I appreciate you hanging out with me. Um, before I go, though, too many calls to action. I know, but I'm going to tell you this anyways. I have a free community on Instagram. It's called the Get Paid Community. I'm sure by the next episode, I'll have a better name for it. But if you want to join, it'll be in my bio. You can click on there and join me uh, because the month of August and beyond, I'm going to be sharing some content in there. So I'd love for you to join me. All right. Bye, gorgeous. I will see you next time. Hey, gorgeous. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Before you go, I have a question for you. Do you desire to earn money consistently and daily with an online course or a group program? Whether you've been thinking about launching a course or you have a program that you want to earn money with consistently on a daily basis, I have something special just for you. I've created a brand spanking new free guide called the Get Paid Daily Guide. It's a marketing guide where I walk you through the 10 simple steps to help you earn 10 to 50K per month by selling an online course or a group program. So if you're ready to get a step-by-step -step process to earning money daily in your business with an online course or a group program, all you have to do to get access to this free guide is go to www.fabiolagiordani.co forward slash get paid to download it. The link will also be in the show notes. Again, that is fabiolagiordani.co forward slash get paid to download it and get instant access. I will see you on the other side. Bye, gorgeous. Thank you.